And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, wow, it was uh, quite a sight uh, yesterday. I... Happened to be going through the uh, uh, just my my phone and and I saw on the 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 scanner channel about the explosion at a hotel in Fort Worth. Yeah, and I'm like, well, okay, let me look at this. I go explosion. And they go, you know, and then a picture. There, there, I saw a picture. And I went, whoa! Immediately turned on TV and all the TV uh, stations were on it. Um. The first call came in at 3.32, followed by multiple calls reporting type of explosion at the Sandman Hotel. And when you saw it, I mean, it was amazing. You know, you looked at it, you go, oh, my God, this. I The, the one thing where, where I looked at it and said, okay, this looks like gas, was where, where you saw the sidewalk was blown out. Yeah. Because you've seen right. the pictures yeah. of it. Yeah. You think it's, you look at it, you go, that's a. You go. That's a bomb. That's you know, what it looked like. Yeah. That you know that that's what it looked like. But then I went. Mm. It didn't seem like that anybody was heading in that direction, did it? Authorities, right, or anything, right, right. And and yeah. I know that before that there were people in the hotel talking about that they smelled a small amount of gas. But apparently, it looks like that the ga- gas leak or where the gas was accumulated was in the basement where. And there was nobody in the, there was uh, no, the restaurant wasn't open. There were some in, employees there. Um, and some had smelled the, the slight smell of gas, but I bet you it was much more powerful in that basement. Yeah. And you could tell, I mean, you could tell the right. sidewalk, you know, from the basement was blown right out and you could see the hole down there. And I went, okay, probably it looks like natural gas. And that's what they, you know, say it is, result mm-hmm. of a natural gas explosion. Yeah. ATF had some agents down there. That's just part of protocol in a situation like that. Um, but they agreed. It was very, I think, pretty quick that they knew that this was a gas leak that caused this. 
Um, and, you know, you look at the damage that was done. I mean, it's yeah, it's- amazing. Uh, there were 21 people injured, uh, a handful of them seriously injured. Uh, there was a missing person at one point, um, uh, but they were able to locate that missing person. Uh, but just, I, just amazing because it happened at what three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. In the downtown area, you know. I mean, it's just amazing because from the damage, I mean, just the, you know, the the blowout, the damage of you know, and then all that, uh, you know, the 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 shards of the the window, the glass, and 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 the wood and everything else laying on the ground it's just amazing that you didn't have more injured that you didn't that this wasn't worse yeah because again you, some you, of these yeah. some of these injuries a number of these injuries are very serious but yeah you've uh, seen homes where you've got a significant portion of natural gas it'll blow the house to pieces yeah uh there were there was one who was critically injured and four who were seriously injured um but yeah uh this looked pretty sizable the footprint of this explosion the the weirdest one i've ever seen was a house but where i grew up it was a house on the street behind us mm-hmm. probably five houses down from where we were but behind us on the next street yeah and right. they didn't have a basement they had a crawl space mm. and the, apparently the natural gas pipe was in the crawl space so you're not talking about an entire basement which is like you know i guess you could you could make the analogy it's like if you have a small crawl space with dynamite as opposed to a big basement with all filled with dynamite mm. and the, the the basement would have a you know uh <laughs> you'd have a bigger explosion and the house and i don't i mean i was a young kid when it happened but the house basically went up about three feet in the air went about three feet to the left and the whole thing sat right back down Ooh, wow wow so it was in that small cross crawl space, lifted the house right off the foundation, moved it over three feet, set it down, and wow. you could see the foundation. It was the weirdest thing you could pause. And they had to demolish the house, of course, sure. at, at the end because it right. was yeah. structurally flawed and, and, and build another house there. But that was the weirdest that was the weirdest one I ever saw. Hmm. And I was still you know, I wasn't sure, like I said, when I saw because it didn't see wasn't it incredible the amount of I guess the the amount debris. of debris that yeah. was outside on the street. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the thing that. That's why when they said there was nobody was killed, I'm like, all that stuff was flying through that building because that had to be flying. You well, know, that, once yeah. It, you I know mean, that. the pressure, the blowout from the explosion. I mean, I'm just. It's just amazing that no one was killed. And now for a segment called "Just Something I've Noticed," brought to you by our friends at Motel Six. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. 
And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. And made the national news was all over the place because yeah. I got I got yeah. people you know calling me from New York saying right. leaving me messages going was that near you yeah yeah I got the same actually it's like you know yeah I said yeah. but I it looked like I said but it looks like gas and that's where mm. I saw when I turned it on I saw the it looked like either it was the natural gas people or the firefighters looking down you know into that area because you could see the you could actually see. Um, some of the rebar from the from the sidewalk still right, there, right. but the concrete was blown out, and it's like, okay, that came from. Looks like it came from the basement. I just don't know where all that debris came from because it was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it did it almost look like it almost looked like a tornado went through the first couple of floors and blew out the one side. Well, remember years ago there was a tornado that went through downtown. Oh Fort yeah, Worth. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. This wasn't that extensive, but I mean it. The, the debris pattern was um, sizable here. I saw a documentary on that, and I remember that I had, because that happened in 2000. That happened mm. in uh, March, late March of 2000, because I, um, I came on, that was my interview that I had at our flagship station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I never forget my the Bob said, you know, our old boss said, you know, call me in a couple of days, you know, because we'll we had agreed. It's like, OK, you want to work here? Yeah. OK. Us, too. All right. We'll figure something out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I knew Bob, you know, so it wasn't like, OK, officially. So you had turned him down repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, I had. Yeah. You had a great relationship. <laughs> yeah. So he said that he goes, I never forget that. I mean, what an interview that was. All right, I'm not going to offer you a job because you've turned me down twice, and I'm not going to make it a third time. I'm like, well, you got to beg why? for it, then. It's like, why am I here? It's like, do I got to beg for it? You need to something? beg for it. He goes, I want to know what you think, and I said, well, I think I, I think it was went real good, and and I just said, uh, if you offer me a job, I take it. Because mm. you know, I think he said, what about paying? I go, if you want me and I want you, we'll figure that out. Yeah, but and so I was supposed to call him the next week, and that's when the tornado hit. And so I didn't call him because I figured it was the newsroom was going crazy. So when I finally called him, he goes, what, aren't you interested in the job? I'm like, well, no, you had a tornado that went through Fort Worth. Hmm. I knew you were probably covering. I wasn't going to call because I think we had set for that day for me to call. Yeah. And I just said, oh, man, that tornado went through. I'm not, you know, the newsroom had to be crazy that day, right? Yeah, yeah. It had to be Yeah, insane. no, it was insane. Because it was also playing out on local live TV because you could see these uh, news cams and and other cams that were down there 
for capturing this carnage, this damage, as the tornado was coming through. Yeah, because they did the bank building, right? Yeah. I'll never forget that one. And some of the, I've seen documentaries of like footage of it. That's terrifying, a tornado going through a downtown area. Yeah. Well, my God. It was you just, have such these large buildings, and they're not as large as New York City and not as numerous, but still, when the glass breaks, then you have the danger in yeah. the days after that until that those shards and glasses removed from the actual building of more glass falling down, which is exactly what was happening. And so you couldn't have anybody on the streets down there until all that was cleared. Um, the uh, Sandman Hotel, downtown Fort Worth, a 245-room hotel, was completed in 1920. The building was originally built for William Thomas Wagner, owner of the Wagner Ranch. We have some bloodline in that ranch. And is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. The Sandman Hotel Group is owned now by the Canadian company Northland Properties. And uh, the CEO, the company's CEO, mm -hmm. is also the owner of the Dallas Stars. Yep. So the hotel was renovated uh, just last year. Yeah, yeah, just recently opened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so our, our prayers for those that are injured and 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 uh, hopefully they get they get through that. But it's just amazing when you look at the, the damage here, the debris field, and how extensive it was. That it wasn't worse. Thank God. And I think about it all the time because you know having uh, natural gas and we all or a lot of us have our furnaces mm -hmm. in our attic. And you always think, all right. My cooktop, my fireplace, my water heater, my both of my furnaces. Yep, all natural gas. Yeah, my fireplace, mm -hmm. uh, my water heater, and then the furnace. And that's what scares me is the, the what I doesn't scare me. It concerns me because the the furnace is in the attic. Mm -hmm. And I always think, okay. One of mine is too, yeah. And so you think, okay, if the natural gas, if it's out there and it's upstairs, you know, I don't know, is it heavier? I was, Is it heavier than air or, low, or, or lighter uh, than air? It would, I think it would rise. I think. Yeah, and that's my thing is, yeah. I, would I smell it or would the whole thing? Well, and the ventilation is, is designed to carry that out as well through the roof. That's true. So if yeah. it's up to code, which it would be, your house is newer. Uh, mine was put in. Uh, I don't know how many years ago, but it's up to code in both the one that is in the attic and then another one is in a closet. So you yeah. just don't want to screw with natural you, gas, though. That's you, the one thing. Yeah, it's you don't. Like, no, make sure it's up to code. Yeah, you walk in your house, you smell it. You don't go. Well, let me go around the house. No, get out. No, no, get out. The 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 same. Do not follow the advice of those people that walk into their homes and the poltergeist tells them to get out and they yeah. say. I think I'll stay around a while. Exactly. No, it's... It's um, my house. I'm not leaving. Yeah. Make a phone call. Have an expert. Check it out. Right. We had a gas lantern. Remember those? In our backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's a yeah. pole that's right. permanently there. Mm -hmm. And my wife, you know, has made these beautiful vegetable gardens all over the backyard that are awesome. And she was like, do we need that? We never, we've never used it in 20 years of living there. We've never used it. I said, no, not really. She called a guy. The guy took it out of the ground, and it's right on the other side 
of the actual gas meter, which is in our alley. And so he was able to cap the line. Very simple. She said it took just a short period. He was there and gone within 30 or 40 minutes. And she said it was very simple. But I was like, you know, that's one less thing. Because it's one we're not using. And I wouldn't be out there to smell it, you know. And so he capped the line. And I, you know, I don't have a problem using gas, especially with my cooktop. If I'm cooking, I prefer natural gas. But, you know, the it, look, it's a rule of thumb. If you smell it, call somebody. Have and, an expert check it out. And call it from your neighbor's yeah. house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And don't spark anything. Right. Get everyone out. Yeah. Wow. 866-90-RED-EYE. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howe's Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. This is my New Year's resolution. And for how many of us is that resolution to start and stick to an exercise program? It's not hard to make that resolution. It's like classic tippler comedian W.C. Fields said about resolving to swear off drinking. It's easy. I've done it a thousand times. There you go. But Rutgers University Extension educator Dr. Karen Inslee says many times the reason we don't stick with a program is because we start off too fast, too hard. Because you overwork the body, it's going to be sore. And you don't want to put yourself in a place where you get over sore and then have some problems. Inslee says the idea of no pain, no gain, that's a myth. Best things start slow. Then you add a little bit more to it. So you work yourself up. But before doing anything, have a doctor check you over. And you don't want what W.C. Fields went through every morning, trembling and shaking for hours. It was the only exercise I got. All right. In Washington, Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Loops. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara. You know, we talked yesterday about the, the poll that showed that 80% of uh, Democrats believe that uh, states should be able to take, uh, you know, that states should take uh, Trump off the uh, the ballot, 80% of Democrats. And yeah. we went, wow. Mm. It shows that 80% of Democrats don't care about the law. I mean, it's however you want to put it, that's what it shows. And I was reading Jonathan Turley yesterday and this has to do, again, with uh, with Hunter Biden. He goes, ranking member Jamie Raskin has declared that Hunter Biden is allowed to refuse to appear in a deposition before any, uh, before any public testimony. The very same demand made by Democrats in the prior Congress that appears to be the excuse for Democrats to vote against contempt. But it's entirely without legal basis. It suggests that a court could would agree that no witness going forward can be required to appear for a closed deposition for questioning by a professional staff. Imagine that. Hmm. It would mean that witnesses could simply uh, condition how they respond to subpoenas. Raskin is suggesting that this is a plausible legal basis to refuse to appear and that a court would effectively end compelled depositions. He is also suggesting that the Democrats would have simply shrugged off such a contempt 
such contempt by Trump officials who refused their demands for closed depositions. At some point, the cost of covering for the Bidens in this corruption scandal must become prohibitive for the party. This would be a good time to consider those costs. That's Jonathan Turley uh, yesterday that Raskin is saying legally, oh, no, it'd be legal to refuse a deposition because you say, no, uh, I want to set the conditions. And if I decide, uh, uh, you know, to testify publicly, that uh, that should satisfy the subpoena. Yeah, right. That's almost like saying, because I thought to myself, well, then should should I be able to ignore a grand jury subpoena? Mm. Why should I have to testify in 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 private? Right. I wish to testify in public. I'll right. testify if the po- prosecutor wishes to to uh, uh, you know have me testify in public. I'll do that, but I'm not going to testify before a grand jury in private mm-hmm. where I can't bring my own attorney. Right. Well, of course, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But that's what Raskin is saying. But I think it's amazing how many, because this is a much bigger problem with Democrats than it is with Republicans, and that is the law doesn't mean anything to them. No, it doesn't. Well, no, it, it, on every level, the law and rule does not apply. And this is the law. Yes. And and they're like, no, 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 we can... It, it, no, we'll just we'll just say this, and then the law doesn't really matter, and we're going to say it's legal because it is. Yet, as we know, it's like Nancy Pelosi the other day with her word salad, mm-hmm. uh, where even Stephanopoulos knew where she goes. No, states have different rules, and state he goes, well, but it's the Constitution, right? Oh, I, I know it's Constitution, but but states have their own rule. It doesn't matter whether states have their own rules. The Constitution dictates that it's Congress that can only. Congress only, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take take a president or vice president off the ballot. It's as clear as can possibly be, and they just ignore no, it we'll just as if it doesn't law. exist. Yep, it's it's this way because we say it's this way. Giving you 70% each night. Eric Carley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. You know, we uh, we talk about uh, what a Democrat, uh, you know, could uh, jump in uh, for, um, you know, for uh, Biden. Because we talked about the uh, that so-called expert at uh, one of the J.P. Morgan Chase. It was uh, talked about the fact that. Uh, uh, that m- from whatever algorithm he's looking at, Biden will be out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before Election Day, that he isn't going to run. Mm-hmm. And I just saw this article and thought it was interesting. Uh, you had uh, this, I think the Washington Post had it. As his national profile rises, Democratic Kentucky Governor Bashir launches his PAC. Uh, Governor Bashir, a Democrat who won re-election last year in the red state of Kentucky, announced the creation of a new political action committee Monday, a move that could further boost his political profile uh, nationally as his party looks for future leaders. Bashir, who has led Kentucky since 2019 and was reelected by five percentage points uh, in a state that Trump took by 26 points 
said in a statement Monday that his new PAC in this together will help elect good people and good, good candidates, not only in Kentucky, but also nationwide. It's critically important that we elect more good people, both in Kentucky and around the country, who will stand strong on our shared values and will always do the right thing, even when it's uh, hard. He emphasized that candidates supported by his PAC must demonstrate a commitment to leading with empathy and compassion and the backbone to always do what's right, regardless of politics. Well, that's a wide path, is it not? While the governor said his PAC's main mission for now is to support a variety of candidates, the committee's creation suggests Bashir could be angling for a national race in the future. Hmm. He's 46 years old, considered a rising star in the Democratic Party after winning re-election in a state that Trump won by almost 26 points in 2020. He is now term limited, meaning he cannot run for governor again. Hmm. Now, maybe not this year, but think of, you know, I, I was thinking about Bashir, who was, you know, again, to be elected in a state that went for Trump, you know, so greatly. Mm-hmm. Remember, he did things like he signed the bill that helped, I believe, cut taxes in Kentucky and things like that. Right. If you have moderate, if you have moderate uh, Democrat governors and or Fetterman. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say Fetterman because uh, you saw, who was it? Um, uh, Sink Uyghur, who the, the real far left guy, went crazy at Fetterman the other day. Mm-hmm. Going, what the hell's going on with him? We get him elected and now he's sounding like a Republican. Well, Fetterman has said some critical thinking, good, very good critical thinking, conservative viewpoints he has made recently which has shocked everybody right it's like whoa and um i mean from from the joke that was out there on social media oh okay what is what does it take what does it take to turn a liberal democrat conservative a stroke Hmm. you know that one's been Mm -hmm. all over the place yeah um you know that uh, uh but when you see the stand he has taken some of the stands he has taken, especially on Israel and other things, you know, you look at it and you say, because we, I've always asked this question, when will the Democratic Party has to change? They cannot continue supporting issues that the public despises. They yeah, cannot you would think they yeah. cannot. The, well, they cannot go on forever. They cannot go on forever. Attempting to. uh just demonize personalities. Yeah, I was going to say you're going to run out of bad guys eventually. I know you can I know the left is good at creating a bad guy out of someone who's not a bad guy or gal. But you're going to run out, you're going to you're not going to be able to sell that forever. You know, Trump uh possibly DeSantis They'll try and the far left is going to try and create a demon in any of them. But with the rank and file, it's harder and harder to do that these days. And that's their main motivation right now is to have a bad guy in place. And that's their motivator. It's not the issues and hasn't been the issues for years. No, because you can't defend the you can't defend the issues based on on a number of polls over the last 
four or five years. It's, it's that are cons- light the torch, that are consistent. Light the torch, go up the mountain, and slay the monster. Politically, that's their game. And right now, the monster happens to be named Trump. Yeah. And as we have stated, on the political issues of the day, Trump is a moderate. Yeah. And every belief he has is in the mainstream of political thought over the last 20 years. Even if I disagree with it. Right. You know, for example, when he talks about, you know, protectionism and things like that, or when, remember, he's the one that really brought the wealth tax, which we completely disagree with. But it was Trump who brought that to the attention of the American public in his book Mm -hmm. that he wrote, what was it, 99 or 2000? Yeah, right. And then Uh, then then he backed off on it when... At, apparently, after the book came out, he backed off on that, saying, "Okay, I'm being told that uh, you know you really can't, <laughs> you really can't take, for example, if you say put a 20 percent tax or a 15 percent, you know, t- tax on billionaires. Well, that money isn't there, right? Yeah. You can't turn that into cash immediately. And so he changed his mind on that one. And we got into discussion earlier about how, you know." Trump at times, I believe, is wrong on economics, but he at least has shown, as he did when he was president, uh, a curiosity to learn. Yeah, right. That's when he, and we say that when he brought in, for example, Steve Moore, when he brought in Larry Kudlow to his economic team, which I'm sure Navarro and Lighthizer didn't want. They didn't want them in there. And he brought, and he brought them in with a more, and then on things like, uh, uh, the U- USMCA, it was not nearly as protectionist, even though he sold it. Even though he sold it that way, that it was a complete rewrite of NAFTA, it was not. Right. Yeah. And we were happy that it was not. Uh, but when you, um, and so when you look at Trump on every issue, there was the audio out yesterday on uh, on Biden talking about, this goes back to like 2007, talking about illegal immigration. He sounded like any Republican today. Hmm. And we have said, that's only a recent thing, really, over the last, what, now eight years? I was going to say, because remember uh, the late Harry Reid in Nevada was talking about it. I want to say, was that 2014? Talking about using barriers and walls. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that 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 it's been a recent change, yet the voter, the Democratic voter, doesn't seem to be affected at all about the drastic change over the last decade on Democrats and the and their rhetoric and the the rhetoric on on that issue, the rhetoric. Well, or or could we be could this November 5th prove to be that threshold? It could be because if sixty-five percent say it's an invasion, then you've got a, a significant number oh, yeah, yeah. of Democrats saying it's an invasion, and that's a word they have despised. Oh yeah, you say the word invasion, it's just well, that's if if you say the word in in invasion, that's you know the xenophobic racist right code word exactly is what it is. Yeah. And you couldn't, it was it was a word 
you know, one of their uh, uh, words that were that would signal hate. You know, we right. don't you. It's right. hate speech. But the question would be, even if they believe that, is that enough to motivate them to vote any differently, or at least stay home? Right now, the poll, the Rasmussen poll. Uh, well, no, wasn't was it? Uh, was that the Rasmussen poll? Well, whatever the poll was that, mm-hmm. that did it, as we mentioned earlier, uh, they they asked the question, is it an invasion? That right. question was asked in that way. Right. Yeah. And 65 right. percent of Americans came back and said likely voters said yes. Mm. That's pretty bad. Let me play because I found I found it here. Okay. This is 2007. Joe Biden. All right. Just to show you how drastically they've changed. Here we go. It makes sense that no great nation can be in a position where they can't control their borders. It matters how you control your borders, not just for immigration, but it matters for drugs, terror, a whole range of other things. So that's the first sort of truism. The second truism is that that this nation is such that people in the country should have the first opportunity to be able to have jobs that pay well and have jobs that are decent and that after that the second crack goes to what we may need from other parts of the world or other or or any other input we have to we have to and i had been arguing for when i back in my days as chairman of the judiciary committee and straight through and as the leader of the foreign relations committee I've been arguing for the need to put more protection at our borders. I mean, it's just so what the hell? It's like, come on. Am I drunk right now? I know. What is happening? (laughs) I don't understand. That's a totally different human. Altogether. Yeah, but that's that's 2007. Yeah. But they still were holding; they were still holding to the rhetoric. Now, even back then, we didn't believe their rhetoric. But that right. was the rhetoric that they were politically. Selling. They, they had were, to say that is right, the point. Right? They they felt the pressure to say that, which tells you what the temperature of the room was back then. Right. Even if they didn't believe it, they knew they had to say it. Right. Yeah. Wow. I was listening to that yesterday going, oh, my God, you got to be kidding. Like, bizarre. <laughs> it is. Am I time traveling right now? <laughs> what is happening? What is this? It's just weird. <laughs> I, I've been sober for 50 years, and now I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. By the way, that is not true. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been sober for 50 right. years. <laughs> We all know that. Hey, sober 18 years. Everybody applauds. The first 18. There's <laughs> a comedian. I don't. I can't remember who did it. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, some, it was a comedian that did it, and I, I, I wish I should be able to credit that comedian if I see it again on YouTube. Well, it had to be a comedian from a while back because you could now say 21. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or if you didn't care about the law and you started drinking at 18. Oh, okay. There's, there is some of that, unfortunately. <laughs> 866 90 Red Eye. 
Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. I just love the headline yesterday. Michelle Obama, I am terrified about what could possibly happen in the 2024 election. Does that mean she's running? We haven't heard that. Uh-huh. I just I had to bring that up because we haven't heard her name brought up in about, what, four months, five months? Right. Yeah. Uh, look. It keeps her up at night. Yeah. And the and the one J.P. Morgan analyst, you know, that says he believes Biden will be out of it sometime between Super Tuesday, sometime after Super Tuesday, likely. He'll drop out and use the excuse that it's his health. Anything could happen. But my question is, how did you leapfrog over Kamala? No one wants her. The the Democrats don't want her to be I, I don't think they'd have any I don't think they'd have any problem moving her off to the side. I don't I just don't think they would. Well, I know, but logistically, how does it work? You have to ask her to basically be the one that comes forward and says, I don't want to run. You've got to convince her to do that. Which, by the way, could happen. She may not want the gig. After the last three years, she may look at it and go, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be anywhere close to this. Have you heard her once say, man, in 28, it's going to be my shot? No. Nope. No, she's not proactive in the least politically. So you're right. It could be actually could be her leading the way. I I don't I agree with you. And I, I think I agreed with you the other night. I don't see a debate if it's Trump and uh, Biden. I, I see no debates. I, it, I'm telling you, and, and, and the best would, advice you could give Joe is to not do it. And it would be led by by Joe Biden because Trump yeah, has already said, right, yeah. I will debate Joe Biden. In fact, right. he's yeah. go, Joe, will you do it? When, and the campaign so did the not, ball, the did not respond. Right. The ball's in Joe's court. Yep. Yeah. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.